Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Jenny Gettinger is a bucket list coach, financial coach and language teacher. Having always believed in the importance of living in the moment and enjoying life as we go, Jenny is passionate about helping others live the lives they've always dreamed of. A bucket list to herself, Jenny's journey has taken her to 50 plus countries and has given her the opportunity to compete internationally in two different sports, among other adventures. Hi Jenny, welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast bucket list series. Hi Leanne, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Oh, you're really welcome and I'm excited to talk to you about bucket listing. But first, do you want to talk to our listeners and tell them a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Sure. My name is Jenny Gattinger and I'm originally from Monroe, Michigan in the United States. And after growing up in Monroe, Michigan and going to school, I actually decided to go to Spain for what was meant to be three months. And those three months quickly turned into another year, another year, another year. And at the end of the day, I was there for eight years. So I ended up getting my master's in Spain. And after that, I went on to Germany for six months. And from there, I moved to Miami for another four years where I was teaching Spanish in an elementary school. And after that, I decided to get into digital nomading. You know, it's something I've been hearing about for a while. I was like, oh, that would be cool to live and travel where you want. And so I decided to take the plunge. And last year I started digital nomading. Started off in Tbilisi, Georgia. Then I went home back to Michigan for the holidays. Afterwards, I decided to go to Valencia, Spain in February. So maybe that wasn't the best timing, <laughs> but... I was ended up being there for seven months, and now here I am, just recently arrived to Lisboa, Portugal. Wow, that sounds amazing that you've been to all those places. And what actually made you stay overseas? Like you were going away for like a short period of time, then you ended up staying eight years. What was the reason for that? Did you just start having adventures, or what was actually going on? Yeah, you know, I came for three months. I loved traveling around. I was meeting people from all different countries, not even just from Spain, but from all over the world and just getting involved with new activities. I was just having the time of my life, really. So it must be amazing going to different cultures and seeing different people. Was that something that you were always called to do? Like, because you did say you wanted to go and, and do that before you started doing your study and stuff, but you ended up studying over there. Do you really enjoy immersing yourself in the culture of a place? I do. And that really started back in high school. I was friends with all of the exchange students. Um, funny enough, I was on the tennis team and the tennis coach was the coordinator for the exchange students at our school. So he tended to bring over tennis players. So naturally I became friends with a lot of the exchange students and I got to hear their stories about their countries and their cultures and see pictures. Similarly, in college, I became involved with the International Student Association. And once again, I was meeting all the exchange students at our school and 
just learning about places that I didn't even know existed and seeing pictures, hearing stories. And it just really opened me up to the world and made me want to travel. So right after college, when I got the opportunity to go to Spain for three months, I took it right away without thinking about it. And, you know, to my parents' uh, surprise, I just booked that first flight and said, I'm, I'm off to Spain for three months. They couldn't believe it, mm-hmm. actually. And like I said, those three months just were amazing. I was meeting new people, doing new things, living new experiences. And I quickly decided, you know, I want to jump on for another year, stay another year. So I started teaching English and meeting new people again. And that year turned into another year, which turned into another year. And I started thinking about returning to the States. But before that, I said, you know, I've learned Spanish during this time. I've learned all about a new culture by living in it. And I want to take something back with me. And so I decided to get my master's degree in Spain and Spanish and English as second languages before making the move back to the U.S. So I could be able to share what I've learned abroad uh, with with kids back in the States. Mm, that's awesome. So it sounds to me you've got a bit of that adventurous spirit. So it seems like a national or natural progression to move on to bucket list coaching because I think you were ticking things off your list even if you didn't call it a bucket list. Definitely, definitely. I think, you know, actually growing up in my family and seeing two different illnesses run through, I think I've noticed the importance of living in the moment and enjoying life as you go. And so when I didn't necessarily have a list, I've always had things in mind that I've wanted to do. And I've always wanted to take advantage of cool opportunities as as they've come up. And so over the years, I have started writing down lists and actually starting to tick things off. And then, yeah, last fall when I start started digital nomading in Tbilisi, I actually came across the TED talk that we all know about the bucket list guy. And I was like, oh, look at this. So I already had the bucket list idea, but you know, it was obviously more geared towards travel and towards sports. But I realized that there's actually more to the bucket list after seeing the my bucket list blueprint. And so I sat down and I edited my own bucket list, added to it uh, based on the blueprint. Then funny enough, you know, fast forwarding into spring, when I was there in Valencia, I opened my email one day and I just saw that an opportunity to become a bucket list coach. I'm like, hmm, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> right to my inbox. And I was like, interesting. So I clicked on it and sure enough, it was no other than um, an opportunity related to Travel Bell's TED, list to- uh, TED Talk. And I was like, that's it. I know what I have to do. So I clicked on it, contacted Trav right away and set up an interview. And that was it. I knew that that was something I wanted to do. Um, I've always been adventurous. I've always been in the travel, living in the moment. And to have the opportunity to be able to help others do the same is incredible. And I'm very excited to be able to do that. And I think a lot of us as bucket list coaches and the ones I've been talking to have either be, been triggered by Trav seeing him either on the TEDx talk or I actually saw him do a live talk here where I live and I'm thinking, wow, that's just really calls to me. It's like a bit of a calling, isn't it? Because we've been living these lives but not necessarily calling it a bucket list life. It's that we're pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones and wanting to have adventures. So it's just like a natural progression for a lot of us bucket list coaches. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
And and I love how you talk about the My Bucket List blueprint because when I talk to people, and I'm just wondering if it's the same for you, they all think, oh, bucket list. That either means it's when I'm going to kick the bucket, like when I'm going to die, and it's either I'm going to jump out of a plane or do a marathon, <laughs> you know, or travel. Yeah. And it's, that's all they think about a bucket list, don't they? Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I found even in the past few months when I bring up the topic of bucket list coaching, I feel that people are very intrigued. But at the end, they're like, well, isn't that just about like making a list about travel? I'm like, well, that's part of it, but there's a lot more to it, actually. And that's definitely true. I mean, even, you know, I was surprised when I came across the, my bucket list blueprint. Um, but I think once you start talking to people about the different categories of it, they're like, ah, okay, you know, and they become very intrigued and interested. And yeah, I think it's definitely something that, you know, we can find out it, it's not just about doing these crazy activities. It's about putting more purpose into your life on a day-to-day basis. And that the things on our bucket list don't have to be these big activities. They can be something, you know, as simple as learning a new language and just setting aside a time to learn that language or um, just getting out there, spending more quality time with your family, possibly. And uh, they don't have to be these outrageous activities that everyone originally assumes that they, they are. Yeah, exactly right. And I know some of those activities that push us outside of our comfort zone are great because they make us grow as people and, and it helps us take a bit more risk in our life and to enjoy life more. But it's really important to have that fulfilling and holistic bucket list, you know, where you're you know, doing things for kindness for others or leaving a legacy and things like that. And that's what really appealed to me, that it wasn't just the big things because, yes, I like doing big things, don't necessarily want to bungee jump, but, you know, mm -hmm. I like, you know, pushing myself a little bit, but not everyone wants to do that. It can be things like um, taking lessons and, and especially learning a language and or learning an instrument, all things like that can come under this, can't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So how about you tell our listeners a little bit more about some of the, um, the adventures that you've had? Because it, I know it's one thing that we do teach is that the reverse bucket list is really, really important to look back over our lives and realise that we have actually had achievements and done things that have pushed us outside our comfort zone. Yeah. Um, some of my big bucket list moments um, are actually sports related. And so one of the biggest ones actually happened six years ago uh, this week. I was able to compete in the World Paddle Championships for Team USA. And so I don't know if you've heard about the sport paddle, but what it is, it's a cross between tennis and racquetball. Oh. And it's very big in Spain and South America. So being a tennis player uh, originally, I got involved with paddle when I was living in Spain. And, you know, I just started playing recreationally with friends and, I, one day I just decided to see if there were any paddle courts in, in the States. And so I'm looking up, you know, Googling paddle courts in the USA. And I came across the U.S. Paddle Association. I'm like, wait, there's a U.S. Paddle Association. And so they're like, if you're American, you play paddle, get in contact with us. And so I called them up. I was like, hi, I'm American. I play paddle in Spain. And, you know, I'm beating most of the people I play against. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, it wasn't pretty vague, but it was enough to get me an, an invite to send in video of me playing. And after that, I was invited to come down to Miami to try out for the team. And yeah, uh, a few years later, there I was in 2014 playing for Team USA in the World Paddle Championships in Mallorca. 
that was an incredible experience overall. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to play against Chile. It was a, was a pretty solid team. And I came out and just won my debut match, which was incredible. And then after that, I actually got the opportunity to play against Argentina, which is one of the top teams in the world. So to put that into perspective, that's like me playing tennis against Serena Williams, which, <laughs> I mean, you can imagine how that would go, but it's still, you know, I mean, just to be able to play against the top of the world was an absolutely incredible experience. Oh, how awesome. Well done. And what I love Thank about you. this is when we start talking about things that we've all done is that you learn about new things. Like I've never heard a paddle before until, I, you know, I heard, I think I heard you talk about it a couple of weeks ago somewhere. And I'm thinking, what? That sounds really cool. But and you learn all these things and think, I'm going to put that on my bucket list. So it's really cool exactly. to go. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's add that to our bucket list. Exactly. I find that my bucket list is constantly evolving. I mean, the same uh, later on, just uh, last year, similarly, I competed in a dragon boat event as well. And I mean, if you asked me three years ago what dragon boating was, I couldn't even tell you. You know, I, I had no idea. I kind of got got into it randomly in Miami and I went to an event that was meant to be one day, a one day event. And I'm like, oh, I'll take some pictures. I don't even know exactly what I'll be doing, but I'll take some pictures and that's that. And yeah, they invited me back again. They invited me back again. And I was like, no, 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 it's too early on Saturday morning. You know, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> and finally, you know, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. I agreed to come back a couple more times. And then there I was two and a half years later competing with them in Paris in the Trevor Sand event. And so I think the beauty of the bucket list as well is just taking advantage of opportunities as they come and you find new things and just jump on it. I think you're totally right because there's things that pop up. That I think, oh, I don't know if I want to try that. But then an opportunity presents itself and you try something out or you do something, you think, hey, this is so different to what I thought it would be. And you, you find out you yeah. really enjoy something or it pushes you in a way you never thought it would. And like something like dragon boating is definitely on my bucket list because I've seen it and it looks so beautiful. And I always worry because I'm not, I'm sporty, but I'm more sporty to do with running and things like that. Not so much with my arms. Yeah. But it'd be great mm -hmm. to push yourself outside your comfort zone to do those type of things. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. So what's on your future bucket list? So I know we've talked a bit about reverse bucket list, what you've done, but what's something that, you know, really looking forward to doing over the next, you know, weeks, years, whatever. Oh, one of the things on my list is I would love to get in a third sports competition. Um, honestly, I don't even know exactly what that would be. Seeing as how the other two kind of came out of nowhere, I don't really want to define it either at this point. So <laughs> I'm hoping to come across another opportunity, whether that be, paddle or dragon boat again or maybe something completely different i'm open to it but i would love to compete again and as far as traveling goes oh, some of my big ones would be to get to patagonia i've always dreamt of going to torres de paine in chile so it's, i mean you see the picture it just looks picture perfect so that's definitely somewhere i'd like to check out and another one that's on my list is probably not very typical is iraqi kurdistan and as we were saying, you know, you, you get out there, you meet new people, you learn about new things. And actually last year in Tbilisi, or no, before Tbilisi, it was in Baku, I made a friend from Iraqi Kurdistan. And I said, I was like, from where? <laughs> Where's that? And so 
Uh, but ever becoming friends, you know, I've been seeing all these photos, hearing more about the culture and obviously learning about the culture through my friend in general. And I'm like, you know what, that's really a place I want to go. I like going to a little more unique destinations and, and just learning about new cultures. You know, when I travel, I always say, you know, you've got to get in there and, and learn about the cultures, meet the people. And I say, if you don't, if you haven't made a friend for me, it hasn't been a very successful trip. So I like to spend time with the locals when I travel. And that's a place that's definitely been calling me. Uh, additionally, I'd like to get to Egypt as well. So those are some of the big ones. Uh, one I'm currently working on now in Lisboa, one of my smaller ones is learning a bit of Portuguese. So I have to take advantage of that opportunity while I'm here as well. Wow, I love it. And I love how you talk about, you know, you're not just traveling to mark, you know, a country off the list type thing. It's more, you're learning something, you want a friend from it. You know, if it's not, if you're not getting in there and talking to the people and getting a friend out of it, it's not successful. It's not like ticking something off your list, is it? Yeah, no, for me, traveling has never been about just running and being somewhere, seeing some buildings and taking pictures. Um, I do count countries just <laughs> because I've always asked, how many countries have you been to? And, you know, in the beginning, I didn't even count, but now I do. But like I said, it's not just a matter of a quick tick um, for me. I like, I actually use Couchsurfing. I don't know if you've heard of Couchsurfing. Um, it's basically a travel platform. So where you can meet up with other travelers as you're going. And um, it started out as a way to stay with locals in their houses. But nowadays, I mean, it's become so much more than that. You can just meet up with people for lunch or they can take you around and show you their cities. Um, they'll be willing to go on excursions with you and it's a great way to really learn more about the culture and the place you're at and get off the tourist track and so that's what I really love about traveling. Mm. So what are you looking forward to when you're working with uh, people to do their bucket list and what have you found or what are you looking forward to? I'm just really looking forward to being able to help people wake up and realize the importance of living today. Um, you know this idea of putting everything off until retirement and just saying, oh, you know, I wish I could. I, you know, I don't have time for this. I don't have the money. You know, I think it's important to realize that anything could happen. I mean, nothing is guaranteed. We're not guaranteed life. And I think, you know, I really like to be able to help people realize that we have to start living today. We have to start living more purposefully today as we go. And I'm hoping to be able to help pe wake people up and help them make a change. Oh, I love it. And I love how a lot of the bucket list coaches, we've all got that common mission, haven't we, to get people out there living now rather than waiting for that retirement, as you say, because too many people wait for that retirement when I've got more money, when I've got more time or when something traumatic happens. And yeah. I think as bucket list coaches, we can really prove because we live this life, this is what we need to do to be a bucket list coach, is prove that we can do something nearly every day. We can do something every week that we're looking forward to. We've got that hope and that joy of looking towards all these things that we're marking off our bucket list. Yeah, we can. Love it. All right, Jenny, I have loved talking to you about bucket listing. I can talk all day with everyone about bucket listing because there's so many <laughs> But my main thing is that I want people to know that there's so many different things you can do. It's unique and individual to each person. But if you hear somebody talking about something, you can copy, cheat, steal, can't you? And say, yes. Yay, that that <laughs> <laughs> well, thank it. you very much, Dan. I've really enjoyed it. 
You're welcome. Now, if our listeners want to find out more about you or what you're doing, where's the best place for them to contact you? Um, I can either be contacted on Facebook, Jenny Gattinger, or on Instagram, Global Gat, G-A-T-T. Excellent. And I'll put those links in, in the bio as well. So, Great. Jenny, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Igniters, Jenny certainly has been a traveller which has taken her on lots of adventures including learning new sports where she has excelled. If you'd like to contact Jenny, find her on Facebook or her Instagram handle is at globalgat. For more about living a bucket list life, go to my website leanneblaney.com.